on the wings of an angel, it's Seraphimia on R. Sinclair. And welcome to a very special R. Sinclair. I, the Brent, sitting in for John Bodekarschaller, am here with this guy, Amigo Aaron. How's it going, Aaron? How's it going today, Aaron? It's going great, dude. I love it. Happy Father's Day as we record on a Father's Day day. Thank you. Uh, I am a father. Happy yeah, Father. I, we both are for that. Uh, Today, Aaron, a very special day. It's not often that I, I throw my weight around in a productive manner. Yeah, nor you just do it in a destructive way. That's right. But this time, I demanded. I demanded. He did demand. To be part of this week's R. Sinclair, uh, or this taping's R. Sinclair. And that is because we are looking at a very special game. But before we get to the game, Aaron, yeah. have you played one of the a new game coming out on one of these old consoles and been all inspired yeah a couple times i've been all inspired by some of these new games listen they're doing some good work out there and what i like is that throwing it around to all the different systems you'll recall yeah. the brand uh a, a few years ago on arg we took on some new amstrad titles we were blown away by how good these things were they were really fun a lot of new uh, Coco games have came out that are really great. Uh, we've played lots of good ZX stuff. Of course, the C64, uh, we played a couple of those on the show. The C64 has been getting loads of good new stuff. It has. And now the Amiga is finally getting on the act with all kinds of new stuff. I'm excited about all this uh, homebrew that we've been getting. I can't wait for more. And Aaron, even uh, just a few weeks ago, uh, we looked at that Brazilian title... Yeah, that uh, was great. Uh, that was a new release that was incredible. Yeah, that we both good. really enjoyed. Yeah, that was a real surprise right there. And Aaron, when it when people come back and they they have the passion, the burning passion, and really the knowledge that you can only get from years and years and years, and all this collaboration that yeah. the internet provides, can we get some of these new titles that take the system? so much farther than it could have ever been taken back in the day. Yeah. A lot of these also, you're getting a lot of these uh, coding jams, you know, the contests and whatnot, where people are putting out great stuff uh, and, and on a timetable. And uh, some of that stuff is mind-blowing. It know? is. There, there was a new demo released uh, just a couple of days ago for the C64. <clears throat> and I, I saw that. And it, I couldn't believe it. It was incredible. I could not incredible. believe it. Yeah, it was awesome. And it's it's passion because it, no one's making you know millions of dollars off of these old remakes. No. It's passion for the system and saying you know what we know you can do more with this and we're gonna we're gonna dig into the dirt and find it and pump out as much power and as much goodness as these old consoles and old computers could possibly give. Yeah, it's and it's I wish I wish I had the the coding knowledge or the artistic ability or the sound engineering talents to take part in some of these projects i don't yeah. i don't but i can certainly 
find the cream of the crop and bring them to the people. And that's what we're going to do this week. You know, I will say there's one area where new game production has been sorely lacking. And it's a system I've been waiting for new games on for like 30 years. Where is my new Action Max title? <laughs> Listen. That's every, what we can actually produce. Everyone we can knows, do that. Everyone knows that the Action Max has been <laughs> sorely underutilized in 2023. So you people out there, you videographers and whatnot, make me some new Action Max action. I've done wore out on my other tapes, brother. And now I need some new stuff. That's the one place I think they need some action. Air, let's go to the show. And this week, we're taking a look at Seraphima. Yes, we are. And <laughs> this comes out of a gaming jam, much like you mentioned. This is the Yandex Retro Gaming Battle. Um, it is a competition battle. that they hold in St. Petersburg, and it is their third year, and they're already producing titles like this. Is this St. Petersburg, Russia? Yes, it okay, is. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it is a competition where... You have they have their guidelines and you submit the game and they actually have a panel that reviews goes over these games plays these games and uh, picks a winner. Uh, from this, Zosha Studios, Z O S Y A yeah. Entertainment, uh, they are the ones who produced Seraphemia. And it is, I, by the way, I'm going to pronounce the name of that about a million different ways. Seraphima. It doesn't roll off my tongue. Um, but they have a long history of making games for the ZX Spectrum. Yeah. If you go to their their store page, which unfortunately, due to the conflict currently going on over there, they aren't able to sell worldwide because of all the embargoes. Yeah, and that's whatnot. a real, that's one of the downsides. Yeah, and I, I don't know these. I don't know their political affiliations. I'm not going to even you know fathom anything like that. Yeah. All I know is they have a love for the spectrum in a con for a computer that isn't known for its Russian. Uh, 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 history, at least you know when this system was actually booming, they have a huge market for it now. A lot of passionate people over there working on this kind of stuff. You know, it, it, the name of this outfit, uh, Zosa, it occurred to me just now because I mean, we talked about this before the show. I was like, I know I remember that name from something. They did a game, and I believe it was called Drift. Yes, they did and do Drift. This game was unbelievable. Yep. A few years ago, we covered this. So these guys, they didn't just fall the turnip truck, brother. They've done some already jaw-dropping stuff before this came down the pipe. Yeah, a, a few of their other titles, uh, Angels, uh, Travel Through Time, Volume 1, Northern Lights, Drift, as you mentioned, Valley Of. But this, in my humble game-playing opinion, is the crown jewel. And it's not, even, not just a crown jewel for them. I think this is the most impressive game I've ever seen on the Spectrum. Ooh, high uh, praise. This is a action platform run-and-gun game with uh, Metroidvania elements. You you are tasked, well, you are Seraphimia, and you are, are tasked to saving the world. Basically, all the old gods have fallen. They have, or just abandoned their post, and they are now 
it's up to you to stop the balance of good and evil from shifting too far one way or the other. Yeah. And you've got to go and stop the bad guy that is trying to push it more to the dark side so he can kind of take over and do his own thing. Yeah. The very beginning of the game, you are you are, are treated to this uh, lovely image and you the game starts and you walk forward and you kneel down and your mother's spirit talks to you and says, listen, uh, your father's gone. Here's a key. Go to the go to his and get gather his belongings. And when you do it, you know the game is kind of set up like it's going to be this hack and slash game. But no, you pull out these two golden guns, twin pistols, <laughs> and yeah. you are dual wielding this uh, unlimited ammo gun game. It is fantastic. It feels so good to run down these passages, gunning down enemies. And the enemies don't just die in one shot. You're plugging them six, seven, eight times to get them to go down. So, And they're pushing forward towards your bullets. So you've really got to go in there and rapid fire those things. And it just feels so satisfying yeah. to do. Even the, and the uh, attention to detail. When she gets charged. When she when picks up this pistol, it shows the chest. It shows, first of all, it shows the gameplay version of the chest. Then it shows her open the chest, and you see like the full like, like a cutscene. Yeah. And then she it shows her holding the guns, looking super duper sexy, and she's got this look on her face like, "Oh yeah, it's like, oh yeah, this is what I'm talking about right here. Yes. I'm gonna go destroy some crap with these guns. Awesome stuff. Great, great visuals." And it has digitized speeds. Yes, I couldn't believe that. Uh, now it, it's a little garbled, but it's still more than I would have ever expected coming out of the spectrum. I'm pretty sure this this requires the 128. It does. Yeah. It does. Yes. But I mean, you, this really utilizes the 128. It does. Uh, so now you've got your guns, and you're going out into the world. And when you start out, you're in like your own home territory. So you can go and you can talk to the oracle. Uh, although she has nothing to say for you right now. But you go and you open the main gate that's protecting your home vil your home city, and you go out into the world. And from that point on, it's just a beauty, a spectacle of beauty and gameplay and jumping and collecting and fighting. It never stops, and it always feels so good. You're getting new items. You're fighting bosses. You're solving puzzles. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but I'm going to because I have to mention this. At one point, you find a horse, and it's chained up, and you have to get an item to free the horse. But after you free the horse, you actually get to ride the horse. Yeah. You ride the horse, and it's just to solve this one little puzzle element, right? But it, they have her on the horse. And the, her and uh, the horse, the sprite for this thing is massive. Yeah. All the sprites in this game, it's I mean, they're not really sprites, but all the, the, the graphics in this game are huge. They're so much larger than life, and they're so detailed. Yeah. It's amazing how good they look. This isn't just good for a spectrum. This is good for pretty much any of these old uh, uh, consoles or computers of the era, they are producing graphics 
that simply blew me away. The fade into the sky, the different sky boxes, <coughs> the, there is some color clash, but it's so rare. Yeah. And it's so minute. It doesn't take away from the game at it's actually, all. It's actually quite remarkable. You know, if I can jump in just for a minute with the graphics. Now, I play a lot of, uh, I play a lot of ZX games. Yes. And there's a, occasionally you'll come across the, an artist that is that is skilled. Any there, you've got artists, and you've got artists that know how to understand the medium that is the spectrum, yes. the palette, the the way things work, right? And I've got to say, these guys, their art, their art uh, abilities are off the charts. Yes, it's not just because you've got uh, multi-planar scrolling. Yes, <laughs> it's not because you've got uh, they've done a good job of getting rid of the color clash. What they've done here, and this is something that the masters do on the spectrum. They understand how to utilize a less is more philosophy when it comes to the way graphics work. Like, for example, you're in a room, uh, uh, it, the room is mostly black, but with occasional outlines of brick in the back wall. Yeah. That just to show you, okay, there's a wall back there hidden in the shadow. Then they've got the color that seeps in, and it works perfectly. Yes. As you run as... as uh, Sophemia runs across the landscape in certain areas, and the way off in the distance, you'll see uh, sparkling fields of crystal or something. Yes. You know, then they sparkle. They're an actual moving graphic. They don't need to be there, but the touch is perfect. The fact that she runs in and out of, of uh, things in the foreground. Yes. You know? Doors, passages in the background and the foreground. And the way that they've done the scrolling on this is, uh, I mean, really, it's amongst the best I've seen in terms of the ability to pump out this this uh, multi-planar scrolling on the spectrum. You've got a lot going on in some of these scenes where there's yes. I mean you've got not just like there's a background I mean a lot going on but they're not it's not every scene and they to do it in every scene would have been overkill what they've done here is because you go into a lot of different doorways that lead you to a lot of different areas and so it makes these different areas pop because you've not you've not just seen that same thing over and over you're seeing four or five six different backgrounds you're going into buildings and yes. houses and they're all different uh, it's it's a master class at uh, utilizing the Spectrum's graphical abilities to produce something that you wouldn't expect, but that's so visually stimulating that you can't help but watch it. It's an outstanding achievement just in the graphics alone. Yes. And going even one step further with that, Aaron, uh, the, the like you mentioned, the little details, when you pull the trigger once on your gun, you shoot one gun, and she holds the gun's up, yeah, right. Cool but, guy like, style. Beside her head. Yeah. So you you go and you shoot once, or you shoot once or twice, right? You're using both guns. You're actually extending both guns. If you just shoot once or twice and you put the guns back up, cool. If you unload, if you're shooting like 10, 12 shots or whatever, yeah. when you put the guns back up beside your head, smoke trails yeah, coming a, off the off your great. guns. Yeah. It's such it's those little those little bits, those little touches that I mean the game, if it didn't have that, would it would it change the game? We don't know. But it takes it from being the greatest game to one of the best of all time. I didn't enjoy this as a spectrum game. I enjoyed this as a game. Yeah. I didn't go, man, this is really good for the spectrum. I said, no, this is just really good. 
And that's a distinction that might not sound like much, but it's huge because a, a lot of the stuff we look at on these shows, Aaron, uh, mainly ARG Presents, uh, our sister show, we say, man, this is really good for the time period, or this is really good for the system that it's on. Seraphemia is just really good. Yeah. Really good. Um, <clears throat> some gameplay elements here. This is a long, this is a longer game than you would expect it to be. You can get through the entire game. If you knew exactly what to go, what doors to go in, you could get through this in about an hour. Now think about that. This is a spectrum game. And you're get and it's taken about an hour to play the whole game. So yeah, you know what's an, going on for an on. action game. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good runtime. Uh, there are multiple bosses. There are uh, multiple landscapes. Sometimes you're in like a, a grease columns everywhere type of things. Sometimes you're in a futuristic uh, like it looks like a thunder world or right. something. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you are up in the clouds. Sometimes you feel like you're almost on like uh, uh, the plains of the Sahara. Yeah, you are next to the ocean at some points. You go into you're the, in the ocean you, at some point. You go into the <laughs> underworld. Yeah, uh, all this stuff all is packed in this beautiful, fun little package. The first time I have played through this, about three fourths of the way, and I, I've seen it played from beginning to end. Um, the only reason why I quit playing when I did was my save got corrupt. Oh, man. Real quick thing about the save. You can save anywhere. Well, save. If you turn the game off, your progress is done. Okay, it's one of those. But as you're playing the game, you are given, you can pick up flags. And they're checkpoint flags. But they're not like you run past the checkpoint and then, you you know, that's where you will respawn. You plant the checkpoint flags so that when you die you go right back to that spot and there's multiples of them so if you you put one down you go you get to the section you thought was going to be hard you come back you put down another flag when you die you're in like this uh a spectral space where all the flags you've planted are exist and you can actually go back to a previous checkpoint. I don't recommend it because that's how my save got corrupt. But it's the 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 fact that they can do that is amazing. A few things to note: this does have one bug in it that that is known uh, from a few people that have streamed the game that I've watched. I've actually helped them get past this bug. At one point, you will come up to a gate that needs a star. And a, back from that, in the same hallway, the same platform, there should be a horn that you can pick up. Uh, if that horn is not there, you are essentially soft locked. It does happen, it's unfortunate. I'm hoping that they will update that and fix that. It doesn't happen every time. In fact, for me, it never happened. For the person I was helping, it happened quite a few times. But there are, there are bugs. The game is not flawless, but... But the adventure this takes you on, the puzzles you are solving, the bosses you are defeating, all of this is an epic adventure. It has beautiful music yeah. that plays throughout. Surprisingly good. and It's, it's uh, moody. It's yes. good. I liked it. Yeah. <clears throat> Incredible. I, I can honestly... I 
you're I can't a, a fanboy. I cannot believe. <laughs> I cannot believe that this is is produced. I, I cannot believe this exists. I yeah. did not think this would ever be capable. Aaron, do you have any any final thoughts on this game? Well, you know, getting down to the gameplay. Uh, the, you, so this is a run around and shoot stuff. It's game. a running gun. But this, in a lot of ways, this is sort of a traditional. This is not uh, totally outside the realm of the of the ZX. Although it's being an action game, it is. But going into the portals that take you, you know, when I first started the game, I ran all. I thought it was gonna be a game where it was like a side scroll, right? Just run left. I ran right. all the way to the end, but I couldn't go anywhere. I'm like, what am I doing? When yeah, I see the doorway there, I'm like, okay, it's one of these. So you're gonna go. You really want to. What you really want to do is write down where these doors go. You can map it because you really that it gets confusing if you don't. You're really gonna want to map it. Uh, also, there are some areas here where you can just run off the edge of the screen and die. Uh, like in the water, for example. It's, you can hold the joystick and get a little bit of looking downward. But there are some there are some areas here where I would just jump right in the water because I didn't know there was water there. Well, so there's. I'm just saying that's there. So you're gonna want to make sure you know where you're at when you're, especially when you're off of a platform or a mountain. I, okay. Okay. Well, hold on for one second. Yeah. Are you seriously complaining? I'm just, I, listen, I'm calling it like it is. I'm not blinded if, by the light, brother. If there's a platform and it ends, what makes you think but you can't the see the water? You can't yes, see the no, water. You can see you the can't. water. There are areas here where you're going to have trouble seeing what's the next there, level there, down. There are no blind jumps. If you get to the edge, you can look up and down and see what's in front well, of you. I'm just telling you. what. I, hey, listen, I played it for the first set of eyes. Uh, also, you've got to be, you do have an inventory, so you're going to have to go through that you, and, and mind it. You know, you're going to pick stuff up. Well, and you, you, you can never fill your inventory. Right, but you, you're, you're going to need the keyboard to actually uh, to actually use some oh, of the items. Oh, yes, yes, it uses so, the keyboard. So. Now, I used, uh, um, uh, I used my uh, mister to play this, and it actually supported the second button. So you could open your inventory with a second button, which okay. is nice. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so that your mileage may vary if you play this on an actual spectrum. Um, which you can play this on an actual spectrum. The chick, if you hold a direction long enough, she'll gain momentum. She'll, she'll like start running. Go into sprint mode, basically. Yeah. It's pretty quick. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of neat. But I, it doesn't, uh, from what I can tell, it doesn't actually affect your abilities to jump. Yeah. Uh, so, which is, I would like to have seen that. Uh, the, uh, well, there are items later on that augment your jump. All right, but still, if you're going faster, it's not like you should be a jump farther. Uh, the creatures in this are really the ones I saw. I saw a, uh, uh, I saw these guys that looked like uh, wizards. Yeah. I saw these guys that had big guns. I saw uh, a mech. I saw some uh, lizard-looking guys. Yeah. I saw some weird, freaky-looking grasshopper man or something. So there's a lot of wild-looking stuff in here to yeah. shoot. And when they die, they explode in this crazy way. Yeah. It's almost like something in the Matrix or something. There's characters flying everywhere. It's real bizarre uh, when they die. Uh, the uh, um, When you die in this game, it's a, it's a pretty cool scene where it plays this song, and you sort of... You're in this uh, like uh, uh, death area where you sort of like walk back to where the flag is, yeah. can, and it takes you back to the checkpoint was where you put your flag down. Pretty cool. I mean, it's a look. It's a cool effect. I like the way it looked. They didn't just kill you, but also it doesn't take that long. So if you don't want to linger there, you can just go. Because when it first happened, I just stood there waiting for something to happen. I didn't realize I had. I was actually playing her in the area. So I just, <laughs> I just sat there. I was like, well, what do I do? Uh, this game can get confusing, and the enemy, the enemy uh, that you fight, are really vastly different in terms of how much it takes to kill them. Yeah, like some guys, it takes forever to just shoot the crap. Like there's a mech in this, 
I shot this guy like a million times. I was like, man, yeah, you yeah. can't kill this the, sucker. The mechs take about 12 shots. It doesn't take much to kill you. I mean, you, uh, it, you have you a, health a health bar. bar, but you can get you can get depleted in a hurry. And the health bar, you, you pick up items to increase your health bar. It actually gets pretty vast, and later into the game, you, it, that you need that. There yeah. are areas that require what I would call semi-pinpoint accurate jumping, and this, this is one of those games where, like, you've got to figure out where how far off a platform you can go before you jump because and you could go further than you think like you could have her like one of her high heels on land yeah if you're jumping on like something in the water so it wasn't what i would call mario levels of accurate but i thought it was it was okay you just have to learn the animation doesn't necessarily match up with where the jumping takes place so it's something you're gonna need to you know practice a little bit it's not that hard to practice and once you get good at it you're okay but there's there's also that, uh, but uh, you know everything you said I pretty much agree with. I I really enjoyed this. I didn't get as far as you did. I got, I mean I played this thing for probably half hour straight. No, no to yeah. get to get into this. This is again, no, no. I mean in one man. Is yeah, what I'm saying. I got you. Um, this is something that if you are willing to invest the time, you continuously get rewarded the more you play. You get to see. Because the visuals that you saw, Aaron, are really only about one third of the visuals the game offers. Uh, the you continuously get rewarded with items, with abilities, with new graphics, with new enemies, and it compels you, or at least it compelled me, to keep playing, to keep going, to see what this amazing crew had put together, and that they're going to show me next. There is a, a I, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to go into into deep details. I want people to play this game. I want people to to experience what the spectrum can really do. What was capable? Was this capable of pulling off in 1987? No, I don't think so. I, I, I mean, it was capable of it. Just no one knew how to do it. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> if you want to play this. You can download it from the uh, the Yandex Retro Games Battle website. It's completely free. Uh, you can play it in the uh, ZX Becky Java web browser. So you can have all this fun on literally anything that can run Java. And it is fun. It is an incredible time. It is quite. It's quite an achievement. It, it's worth loading up just to see the uh, incredible art. Yes. The loading screen is. Whew, it's good. Uh, if you're if, if you're that sort of thing, uh, these guys were album cover level uh, hotness women. Uh, we did get a couple uh, reviews here. The Brent, if you're interested, uh, the first one coming from our buddy Pajaco. He writes in quite honestly. On uh, uh, the most beautiful looking, one of the most beautiful looking games I've seen on Spectrum. Sure, you need a 128k machine to run it, but when you see the amount of graphics and audio crammed into this thing, it's easy to see why. It runs silky smooth, and the controls are pretty tight. Although platform jumping can be a little hit and miss at times, this isn't your typical running gun style game. It seems more of an exploration as well as shooting enemies in the noggin. The sprites and level graphics are incredible. Even the cutscenes are drawn incredibly well yeah. and are a sight to behold. If this had come out around 1987, it would have sold uh, Specky 128 machines by the bushel. Uh, bring a pencil and paper because this sucker needs to be mapped out. Pajaka's not just like me. Uh, I couldn't really uh, work out what rooms linked to where in my head and the world map 
appears to be quite fast, so you can get lost easily. I played this one for a little while and still don't feel like I've seen the majority of it all. A must-see on the Specky 9 out of 10. Jed Byrne chimes in. Revisiting classic Spectrum games comes with a familiar experience. In your mind, the game had amazing graphics, rich story, and a vast, varied world for you to get lost in. Then you play the game, you have to admit it was uh, it was amazing for its time. Uh, uh, Seraphima is the sp Spectrum as you remember it. Yeah. The giant, colorful sprites without a single clash. The wide world that keeps surprising you with a whole new environment and a story that is in the game itself instead of on the cassette inlay. Uh, this is a Spectrum pushed to its very limits by the top-tier coding talent. It is amazing uh, for its time, which is 2023. And lastly, Mr. Dave. Large sprites, great use of colors, great background music, well-built angel with guns. That's what he's doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you, Dave. And quite a game uh, that you've come across. You were excited to play this because you saw it played online, I believe. Yeah. So this one's a, is this one hit with the with the Twitch streamers? This one is you well, keep cropping I, up. There's not a whole lot of Twitch streamers pushing the, the ZX Spectrum yeah. uh, in 2023. But uh, uh, McCall 45, if you're familiar with him, he played through the entire game. It took him two sessions because he ran into the horn bug. Uh, <clears throat> thankfully, I was I was able to help him through some of what was going on, and he did he did end up completing the game. I, I was so close. I, I wish my save didn't get messed up. And I'm probably going to go back and play this because I enjoy playing the game. I enjoy the gameplay. And I'm, I'm probably going to go ahead and and finish this one off for myself, even though I do know how it ends and, and the the spectacles that are ahead of me. Uh, Incredible game. I could not, I cannot, I will not believe that this is a Spectrum game, but here it is. Yeah, I've never seen you so passionate about a Spectrum game where you demanded to, to run the show. I like that. I think this is a real winner. You know, and by the way, if you haven't checked out the other titles from these guys, give all of them a look. Like I said, Drift is another one that was remarkable in its graphical abilities. These guys are artistic geniuses. And they put together something real special here. That's for darn sure, uh, the brand. So, Aaron, what's coming up next week? Well, which I won't be a part of. But me and the boat will be back in action. Hey, listen, I love Listen, my friend, my good pal. Uh, it's nice. It does my heart good to see a man like yourself, a snooty type, who's coming down downtown and getting with the cool boys that are playing the ZX Spectrum. Hopefully, you'll see other titles that get you so fired up, and you'll be back again. But let's see what me and the boat are going to be taking on next time around. Bam. Oh, here's one we played, Brent, on another Absolutely. machine. It's Solomon's Key. Yes. Solomon's Key. Now, we played this on ARG uh, on a real, it was an obscure system, as I recall, too. This is one of the, uh, I don't recall the name of it. I'll we'll have to go and look. But we do have some experience with Solomon's Key. I've not Absolutely. Played, I've not uh, played the ZX version, so that should be a lot of fun. Hey, uh, we want to thank everybody for uh, checking us out. All of our uh, nice, nice, lovely sponsors, Patreons. And, of course, we want to thank Frank at Retro Rewind. Everyone else that uh, supports the show, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll catch you again next time around for Solomon's Key. And until then, rewind tape and press play. You got it. Hearth Sinclair is made possible by contributions from listeners like you. Patreon supporters help choose the games we play, receive exclusive magnets, and get access to the Amigos Retro Gaming Discord server. Visit patreon.com slash Sinclair if you'd like to support the show and join our community.